Now, back to Waitley. The feature of this draft, what makes it a watershed, is the critical mass of players, the cluster in the first round from the Allies. This is the moment that the national competition has waited generations for, really. It materialised under the coaching of Mark McVeigh, so nobody knew these boys better. And while he's now moved into the Sydney Swans coaching staff formally, I just want to throw him back to his previous job as the Allies coach for this interview. Mark, I feel like saying congratulations and welcome to the program. You know, Jared, how are you? you know, thank you. It's um, been a, been a wonderful night for a, for a lot of young men and their family. Did you feel like a, a proud father and mentor last night? Oh, I think it. I think it's always nice to be able to, um, you know, have a small part in in their journey, um, which was fantastic. I mean, it was a, you know, for them to speak so highly of the allies when when they get interviewed around their experience. I think that just makes everyone within the programs um, feel great. Yeah. The the numbers, just the raw numbers. I know it was an extended first round at twenty nine, but um, it it felt did, did it feel like a watershed to have so many of those allies players taken so high? I think so. I think I think it's what it highlights, Jared. Is um, I think it's a validation for a lot of people, especially in the northern states and of course Tasmania and uh, the other territories. Is that you know the the work that has been done. Um, the coaching that has been put in from all the various states um, and the programs, you know, you just have to look at Caden Cleary, uh, been in the Swans Academy since he's 10 years old. Um, and, you know, it's just amazing to see the Swans take him in the draft. You know, the, the Swans Academy right now are just having an intake of around 750 kids and all those kids last night would be thinking, wow, I've got to be a part of this because there is a clear pathway. So I think it was a watershed moment for the academies in the northern States, um, but also the, the pathways that the coaches and all the people that are providing it. Is it important for the national competition to have that, that those players come through? It's very important because I think, you know, there's unique challenges wherever um, everyone has their challenges, whether you're in WA, uh, Victoria or New South Wales. Um, there's unique challenges around that and we, and we understand that. Um, sometimes... Um, not everyone is across um, those challenges, um, but certainly the people that were that are in those states, especially in our northern states, um, they understand the challenges, they respect them, and there's a hell of a lot of hard work put into making sure that the pathway is clear, making sure that they get the best coaching, but also um, they can see a clear vision to what they're doing. I, you know, clearly um, the players that got drafted uh, last night from the Allies, especially that are aligned to the academies, you know, they get a look at first-class facilities from a young age. They see their their heroes walking around. They train in the same facilities when they get the opportunity. And I think um, last night was just a a massive validation of uh, what what they're doing is, is fantastic. How big for Tassie, Mark, at a time where the, the licence has been granted and there's been a lot of discussion around the, the dearth of draftees that have come out of Tasmania to have four first-round picks at a moment where the level of investment is about to burst forth and, and the hope that this will again become the norm as, as once it was? Well, it's huge. I think... Um... I think you've got to just look at, you know, the depth of what they've got. And, you know, there's more to come with Tasmania. There's no doubt about it. Uh, their program has been strong for many, many years. Uh, they're well led by a group of coaches in Tasmania that quietly go about their business but are good footy people. Um, and, you know, I've met them 
Um, I understand where they come from and what they're trying to do. You know, they've they've bred these kids all the way through, um, and they love their footy. I think it's just a, a great thing for Tasmania uh, in regards to the players that have come out there and the quality. You know, as you said, you know, four, you know, three or four players with high quality coming out of there that are just sensational kids, but. Um, come out of good football programs and strong footy programs, it just shows that you know footy in Tasmania is thriving and is only going to get better with, obviously, the new team coming in. The Palm Beach Corumban Lions were the toast <laughs> of the draft last night. They did make the most of it too, didn't they? That was good fun. Yeah, yeah I'm glad I wasn't Jonathan Brown. <laughs> last night looked like it was pretty crazy. <laughs> so how str- so the Gold Coast match four picks inside... 26. How strong has the hand of being able to gather Jed Walter, Ethan Reed, Jake Rogers, and Will Graham in one go? I've always said coaching is a lot about timing. <laughs> and, um, you know, Damien Harwick has timed this one perfectly. I think, um, you know, obviously he's a wonderful coach and his record uh, tells you that. But um, these, these three, or you know, four, you know, there's, there's Will in there as well. But the three players that we're talking about uh, are just players you can build your club around for a long period of time. And I, and I don't say that lightly. I mean, Ethan Reed, he's just, you know, I think he was likened to the unicorn of the draft. I mean, he's he's a player that has a unique ability to play multiple positions, um, can build a team around him. I'm really interested to see where he settles. You know, I personally think he'd be a wonderful centre-half back. Um, but, you know, his ruck craft is great as well. So I'm really interested to see where he goes. Jed Walter is another one that um, you can build a team around him. Uh, Jake Rogers has got great leadership and, and a beautiful midfielder. A little bit of you know, Daniel Kerr about him, the way he plays his footy. So there's three genuine players that are, you already can see there's an emotional connection through their academy, which I think is wonderful. So you think, geez, they're going to be long-term players with an emotional connection. They'll play for the club. They'll lift the club to where they need to. And there'll be no danger of, you know, other clubs in, in the near future, um, you know, trying to get these players because you can see there's an emotional attachment there and I reckon that holds you in good stead. So they've done really, really well and they're three top-class players. And I guess that's how you're seeing this firsthand in Sydney now is is for all the wrinkles that are, there have been in, in bringing the Gold Coast through is to have the players come through their own system, they belong to it, so the churn factor just gets removed in one go. That's right, and I think you're exactly right. And I think the the other part of this is the, the the young kids that are in these academies now. And as I said, they're coming in at ten and eleven, and they make their way all the way through until they're able to be drafted. You know, look at that and say, "Wow, if if I can do the if I can do the right thing, they're well coached. There's a clear pathway. I love Gold Coast. I love Brisbane. I love the Giants, or I love the Swans. Uh, it's generational support. It's family support." And it just brings a whole new breed of footballers through. So, and that's and and that's clear with the W as well with the academies. Um, the, the young the young women that we've got coming through is incredible as well. You've got a couple of young men that you'll continue your journey with now, Caden Cleary and Will Green, who have come through the Swans Academy and and been drafted in last night. So, moving into the the coaching staff, will give you hands on experience with those boys. Yeah, yeah, really looking forward to it. I've obviously spent a lot of time with Caden uh, for 12 months um, with Academy and also um, the Allies. But uh, Will, Will obviously, is a different one But um, being from Victoria. But we're very excited about the players that we're able to get into the draft. Um, clearly, they were outlined beforehand. They fell where we wanted them to fall, which was fantastic. And it's always great to see targeted players that you like um, come up 
uh, when you, when you need to draft. So I think um, all of us at the Swans are, are pretty happy with with what we've been able to do so far. Mark, you know the landscape in Victoria as well as you do nationally. Is um, now is to the uh, to the unease or the fear mongering that might happen in Melbourne today, seeing the the critical mass of players through academies and a, and a, a first round that goes to twenty nine, which which was rather remarkable. Would you caution yeah. against that? Uh, look, no, I, I, I would because I think uh, what we're seeing is um, ebbs and flows of obviously the academies. You know, if you know, if I did look uh, deep into next year's draft from an academy point of view, especially in New South Wales or, or a Swans one, it's it's probably not as deep. Um, and I think this is just one of those years where it just all came together. Now, clearly, you know, you have to look at Phoenix Gothard who goes at pick twelve now. You know, before the Allies uh, campaign, he wouldn't have been in uh, probably in pick 40. He wouldn't have been any earlier than that. But he has an outstanding campaign, but he's supported by really good players and you get elevated and he goes to pick 12 to the Giants. Now, clearly, he's a needs player because, um, you know, it supports their game plan. He's really quick, really agile, gets up and down the ground. So I think, yeah, I, I would caution against it. I think there's, you know, why it's a fantastic year this year and all credit goes to all the people that are involved. Um it's not going to be like this all the time. There's a lot of hard work to be done. And if you think about it, Caden Cleary started at 10 years old, would have played with, you know, um, hundreds and hundreds of kids that have come through the academy. He pops out. He's the only one that gets drafted as an 18-year-old after of all those kids from 10 or 11 years of age. A lot of hard work and it's just one. So, you know, it's not... Um, for me, I would caution, absolutely, there's a lot of hard work still to be done. Yeah, not not rivers of gold, but just an ebb no. and flow of, of the talent yeah. that you might be able to get. That's right. Yeah. Hey, Mark, uh, thanks for your insights today and great work throughout the year and good luck on that, that Swans coaching panel now. Yeah, good on you, Jared. Thanks for having me, mate. Terrific. Mark McVeigh, he was the All-Australian coach from the under-18s. He led the Allies to an unbeaten run at the championship and the title and that critical mass of players on a watershed night for the draft on that front. And um, 0433 98 11 16 40 wings temper text temper a mattress like no other. You can call with your snap judgments from the draft 1300 736 736. Here's Nathan in the newsroom.